0: Hi there, I'm Melanie Reed, and this is The HR Mentor. Imagine this, you're faced with these two choices. On one hand, you're offered a six-figure plus salary working for a tobacco company, doing a job that you know you probably won't enjoy, versus half the salary working for a nonprofit organization that lobbies for affordable health care for low-income families. The work you do here will be personally satisfying. Which do you choose? Why? Or what about this one? You have a group assignment or work project that's due tomorrow, but your best friend really wants you to come to their sporting event to cheer them on and support them. You know that if you go to the event, you will likely not get the project finished, nor will you probably do your best work. Which do you choose? Why? Think about the criteria you use to make the decision in either case. Those are your values at play. Today, I'm going to be talking to you about the importance of understanding your values to your career. We'll cover what values are. I'll share one method of identifying your values and explain how knowing your values can help you in your job search and career decision making. Let's get started. Welcome to the HR Mentor Podcast, the podcast for emerging HR practitioners to get practical advice, tools, and strategies to build credibility, confidence, and ultimately a fulfilling HR career. All right, so let's talk about values. So what is a value anyway? Well, dictionary.com defines values as a person's principles or standards of behavior. It's your judgment of what is important in life. I believe values can best be described as our guiding principles. They are our compass. They are deeply held beliefs and they're reflected in how we show up in the world. It's really how we behave, and they show up in our communication when we talk about what's important to us. Values are also intangible ideas, and while they can be defined, they're not visible to other people, except through what we say and what we do. Now, most of us don't consciously think about our values on a day-to-day basis, but they're there. They're sort of in the background of our life. They often bubble to the surface one decision at a time. Now, living to our values can be very difficult. Making decisions according to what you value may make you or other people around you really uncomfortable, especially in the short term. But living against your values can cause a great deal of discomfort and stress in the long term. And that's why, really, I believe knowing our values and defining behaviors that reflect our values are critically important for both our career and overall happiness and satisfaction in life. If we know what we value, it'll help us make better decisions, and it will also help us to align our behavior with an organization or a role or the people we want to spend time with. For example, in my opening decision, the example I gave you at the beginning of this episode, I gave you a decision to work for a company that produces tobacco. And you may have said yes to that in an effort to satisfy a desire to have a lot of money and buy yourself or your family really nice things. But this decision may actually conflict with your value of contribution or wellness or community. In the short term, If you make this decision, you might rationalize that, well, I'll make lots of money, and then I'll start to do work that has personal meaning for me. But soon after starting that job, you might find yourself feeling depressed going to work each day. You might discover that you have to work incredibly long hours, and you might get no satisfaction in what you're actually doing during those hours. When you come home, your family will want to spend time with you and do fun things. After all, you've got all this money and you can afford it. But you find that you're burnt out working in the evenings and feeling bad about yourself for contributing to society in a negative way so you don't really want to spend time with your family you're just not feeling it the dilemma of course is that your family has become accustomed to this lifestyle that your wealth provides you know that if you quit this job that will mean sacrificing their comfort and perhaps your status among friends and colleagues But what you also know and where your deep satisfaction comes from is that in the long term, you're going to continue a cycle of unhappiness and disconnection. If you continue working in a job that is not aligned with your values. This is, of course, not an easy decision, especially in the short term. But recognizing that your discomfort comes from a values disconnect can help guide your decision-making. And this will at least give you a starting point to discuss the decision with your family and then decide what is best. At the end of the day, making values-based decisions is not always easy or comfortable. But living in the integrity of our values can make us better leaders, better employees, better parents, better partners, and ultimately happier human beings and I believe that that's really worth it. Now, if you find yourself in a similar situation to the one I presented, please know that this example is not about judgment of you or what you value. Humans have to make difficult decisions sometimes, and in some cases, that means going against our values or finding our values in conflict with each other. The important thing to take away from this is that, number one, identifying and thinking about your values is a worthwhile endeavor and number two living completely in alignment with your values can be difficult and actually takes a lot of courage now you might be wondering yikes i don't even know what my values are don't worry i've got you so it's not really in the scope of this podcast to fully guide you through an entire values identification process but i do have one quick exercise that you can do to help you get started and possibly identify your core values To begin this exercise, you can head over to my website and download a prepared values list. Uh, You will find this at www.unicorngroup.ca forward slash episode three. And in the show summary, you'll see a link to a values list. Or if you want, you can listen to the rest of the show and then head over there after you're done. Now, once you have the values list, I want you to print the document and begin by reading through all of the value words that are listed there. And as you read through them, circle the ones that resonate with you the most, the ones that you feel fit with who you are and what you believe. Now, as you go through this exercise for the first time, you're probably going to have more than five. But once you've done that, I want you to look at the values that you circled, the ones that you felt had particular meaning to you. And I want you to narrow that down to two or three core values. You can do this quite easily by pairing each value against all the others and choosing the one that feels the truest to you until you arrive at two or three that get the most votes. You might also want to think about behaviors that you feel best demonstrate those values and see if there is any overlap. That might be another way to eliminate some. Another exercise that can help complement this one is to consider some scenarios. Think about a particular peak or proud moment in your life, one where you felt really good. Describe to yourself what happened, write it down. What themes emerge from that? Do these themes point to any particular values? Then I want you to go back and do the same thing in a scenario where you had to make a particularly difficult decision or take a difficult action. Again, describe what happened. Why was this so difficult for you? Was there an alternative course of action? How did you feel in the end? What themes emerged about you here? Again, think about which values might be at play in this difficult decision and how this may lead you to insight on what you value the most. So hopefully those exercises have helped you figure out what your core values are, or at the very least, you've started to see some themes emerge. So let's talk about how your values impact your career or your job search. I believe there are really four key ways that values can have a huge impact. And what might be coming obvious to you now is the decision-making power that our values have. Throughout your career, you're going to make a lot of decisions. Do you want to work for this company? Do you want to say yes to this job? What about that project or this volunteer opportunity? You may not realize it in the moment, but chances are your values are impacting the decisions you make as you go through your career. So the first one that I want to take a look at is how values can help you decide which rules will be the most satisfying for you. Without knowing what you value in your work and in your life, it's really difficult to know what types of jobs you will connect with. Yes, you need to know and understand the type of work you enjoy, the actual tasks that you enjoy doing, and also what jobs are going to fit with your knowledge and expertise. We don't generally feel good doing jobs where we are completely in over our heads. So that is an important consideration. But your values are going to have a huge impact on whether or not you're going to feel satisfied in a particular role. Now, I'm not here to tell you that before you select a company to apply to or accept a job from, that you have to have perfect information every time. But you can definitely do some research and ask questions to see if there are any serious disconnects. I also know and recognize, like in my opening example, that sometimes we have to work in roles or organizations that are out of alignment with our values. Everybody needs to keep food on the table and a roof over their heads, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Remember, it's one of those tough decisions. But what's important is that you recognize this fact and you work towards either finding ways to align with that role or to take steps to shift your role. This has happened to me a few times over my career, and every time that it does, it's a valuable learning experience. I always tell my students, I don't have any regrets with the job decisions I've made because even the ones that were not as satisfying, I learned things from. And some of that learning is which types of roles and organizations align with my values. So I'll share a really quick personal example. One of my core values is impact. I've known this my whole life, but I've only really articulated it to myself over the last few years. It's always just sort of been a feeling I had. Now, it's really important to me that I'm able to have an impact on people with my work. And I like that impact to be pretty direct. Um, I'm fortunate at the place I'm at in my career that I'm able to do that. But I think that's also why teaching in some capacity has always sort of been my sweet spot. I love seeing the look of understanding or recognition when something makes sense to someone for the first time, or a change in tactic or behavior of a hiring manager when they learn of a better way to handle an employee issue or a challenge that they're having. But not all HR jobs really permit you to have that kind of direct impact. One example from about a decade ago, can't believe it's been that long, I decided I was going to leave a job where it was difficult to have a direct impact. No matter what I did, there were too many layers or barriers, and so I was not able to fully share my knowledge and expertise in any kind of meaningful way. And I also wasn't seeing anything changing anytime soon. Now, this transition came with some short-term financial penalties that caused my family to have to adjust. But what I knew in the long run is that allowing myself to contribute more or being in a role where I could contribute more was going to make me a lot happier, lots more satisfied. And I have this general belief that when we are feeling good about our work and we feel satisfied, things like money or more money are going to come as a result of that. Now, I'm not saying it wasn't difficult to leave, it was. I had a great team, I enjoyed the people that I worked with, but I also never looked back because I knew in my heart that I was making the decision for the right reasons. I knew it was aligned with something that was important to me. And even though at the time I didn't articulate it as one of my values, that's exactly what it was. So when you understand what your values are, it can really help you determine which roles you should pursue and which roles you might want to take a pass on. So that's number one. Number two, and very related to number one, when you are looking at, again, changing career paths or looking for that first job, your values will help you decide which types of industries or companies you should pursue opportunities with. When you're deciding to make a career shift or looking for that job, you're likely going to do a bit of research on organizations that have vacant positions. Most of us start by searching for vacant positions, and then we dig in and learn about the organizations. Now, this is of course become so much easier for job seekers these days because there's a lot more information available about organizations and their culture. Now this is great news for somebody who wants to find an organization that aligns with their values. Remember, values show up in actions, stories, and communication. So once you know what your values are, conducting some research on any organizations you're considering applying to is a great first step. If, for example, you value collaboration or community, a good idea is to look at the organization's website or social media sites. Are you seeing any evidence of either? Is the focus of their work on pure achievement and competition, or do they focus on teamwork and partnerships or giving back? You may also want to check out what other people say about the company. Glassdoor or Indeed Company pages and ratings can provide you with a lot of insight about an organization. Another thing you can do is ask questions of the recruiters that are specifically related to your values. Again, if you know that you will be miserable without collaboration and teamwork, a very fair question is to ask how much opportunity there will be for either. If the answer is none, you might want to consider looking at another organization. These days, a lot of companies share their core values on their website, which is fantastic. But one small caveat or buyer beware, just make sure that what they say they value actually shows up in behaviors or actions. I have worked in organizations where value statements are made, but the actions don't reflect them. Again, it's completely fair to ask questions about values in the recruitment process because a savvy recruiter is going to know that if there is an alignment between your values and theirs, then you're going to stick around a lot longer and probably be more engaged in the work that you're doing. So the second way that values can help you with your job search and career decisions is to help you decide which organizations you want to work for. The third way that values have an impact is they can help you promote yourself during the selection process. The ability to tell stories in an interview and share what's important to you and why can help recruiters and hiring managers see why you might be a great fit for the role. If your values align with the organization or the role, sharing a story that illustrates that alignment makes you an obvious choice to move on to the next stage in the process. Chances are, if an organization has a set of core values, which many of them do, then they're probably already asking questions about these values throughout the selection process. So it's always a good idea to see where you have matches and prepare some examples of how you've lived those values in the past. The fourth and final way values can help you with your career is that they can provide insight into why you might be feeling dissatisfied or disconnected from your role, the organization, or your team members. As I said before, values conflicts are natural and they do occur frequently. If you're a leader, you may have a team member whose values are not in alignment with yours or the organization. This can sometimes be visible through a lack of engagement, poor work quality, they might even have frequent displays of anger or frustration. If this is the case, a great starting point is to have a conversation that allows you to really listen to why your employee is feeling this way. Try to look and listen for clues that there might be a values disconnect. It could be a host of other things, of course, but if you do see places where their values might not be in alignment, try and see if there are other ways or functions that could be a better match for this person. Maybe they can move into a different role. Maybe they can take on a project that will help satisfy that values connection. Chances are the organization is not going to be changing its values overnight or ever, but you can try and understand the employee's position and see where together you can help align things. Sometimes that doesn't work, and the conversation shifts to a more difficult one around transitioning out of the organization or the department. Remember, values are deeply held beliefs, so it's not easy for employees to simply change their values to match the organization if there's a big gap. And while it might be unfortunate, and again, difficult for people to transition out, sometimes that's the inevitable conclusion. The other way this can show up is in your own frustration and dissatisfaction. To help illustrate this, I'll share another short personal story where I found myself transitioning out of another organization. One of my other core values is hope. Hope for me is my belief that anything is possible and that if I do the right thing and it comes from the right place, no matter what, everything's gonna be okay. It's a value that has me often seen what can go right in a situation rather than the perils or woes of it. A belief that I can do tough stuff and I can survive things. And so far, this has been the case in my life. I've faced some difficult challenges and I've always been able to see my way through them. In this particular case, I was faced with a decision to either stand up for myself and my team or accept that I was powerless to make positive changes and highlight something that was, in most people's opinions, really wrong. Of course, I chose to speak up. (laughs) I was warned that this might lead to negative consequences, but I didn't hesitate because I was guided by this strong belief that speaking up was the right thing to do, and that nothing was going to improve if I didn't. I was hopeful. I thought if I said something, there was at least this possibility of change. Was it uncomfortable? Hell yeah, really uncomfortable. Did I face those negative consequences? Yeah, you bet I did. And for a while, it was really uncomfortable. And it also caused a ripple effect for my family and my own personal well being. Did I survive though? Absolutely. And in the end, I honestly was much better off for taking that stand, believing that there was something better on the other side of that conversation and ultimately on the other side of me leaving the organization. It was hard and it took courage and there were losses for me. But when the worst of it was over, I truly felt relief, and most importantly, I didn't have to feel the long-term discomfort that living against my values would bring. Now, I know that not everyone is in a position to put hope over short-term financial security, and some people value that security more than they value other things. There's nothing wrong with that, and none of the stories I'm sharing are intended as judgments. I share them only to illustrate the power of your values and your career decision making. I want to help you see that yes, living to your values is difficult sometimes. But when you make that choice, the long term benefits to your happiness and satisfaction are really immeasurable. Obviously, the first step is that you need to know what your values are. So in summary, your values are a really important tool for your career and your life. And I think it's critically important to take this time if you're just starting out on your career to really try and dig in and understand what it is you value. So let's summarize the four ways that they can impact your career and your job search. Number one, your values can help you decide which roles to pursue. Number two, they can help you decide which organizations or industries to pursue. Number three, they can really help you promote yourself in the selection process. And fourth and final, they can help you understand why you may feel disconnected in your career or role and help guide you to make positive long-term changes. Finally, let's not forget that living to your values can be challenging. I want you to keep that in mind as you go through these exercises and you think about where you're at with your career or with your job search. But ultimately, taking this time to better understand yourself is going to make things a lot easier down the road. I hope this episode gave you a lot to think about and some positive actions that you can take. Ultimately, I hope this brings you a little bit closer to both a career and a life that you love. If you enjoyed this, please show some love with a review or a comment. And if you haven't already, please subscribe wherever you're listening to this. Remember, you can find the values worksheet on my website in the show summary at www.unicorngroup.ca forward slash episode three. Thank you so much for listening today and for all your support. Until next time, stay well. Bye for now.